someone in Atlanta has to score a touchdown. It might as well be the Braves. Ooh, brother, the cream rises to the top. If you call it March Madness and have that stuff going on, man, what we almost had go down in Ohio tonight was November nuttiness. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Expansion Buddies. I'm the physical manifestation of some 41s in too deep. And today I'm joined by the ghost of Matt Stafford's MVP candidacy. How are you doing today, Jared? What an intro. <laughs> what an intro. Uh, I'm doing great, Justin. Uh, I, I, I want you to break that down a little bit, though. I get what you mean by in too deep. Great song, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Matt Stafford's, what, what was I again? The ghost of Matt Stafford's MVP candidacy. Yikes. Is it because I have him on my fantasy team? No, it's just uh, I had two queued up for you. I wasn't sure which one I was going to until it was game time. Um, I was either going to go with the one I did or the receiver that Matt Stafford thought he was throwing to instead of OBJ. Yikes. Uh, yeah, it was a rough one for the Rams this last weekend, surprisingly. Uh, it was. Um, Matt Stafford has had like two back-to-back weeks where he hasn't looked good. Um, I still think the Rams bounce. Um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. We got a lot of season left. Yeah. But but folks, right now, Jared and I both unfortunately have to work other jobs besides doing the podcast as much as we love to do this full time. We can't. So we're gonna keep this one pretty quick and dirty. Um, kind of like how Cam Newton quick and dirtily dismantled the Cardinals defense. Yeah, uh that was wild, man. Uh I well I guess I would open this as a question. Do you think this was an example of the Cam Newton effect in Carolina? Why the Panthers won so handedly? They beat the Cardinals 34 to 10 for anyone who didn't catch the score of that one. Big surprise there in the NFC. But how much of that do you think was attributed to Cam Newton actually being back on the team? That's a good question. I think it has a decent amount to do with it. I think Cam Newton had his shot in new England and that his shot wasn't so fair. Cause I don't think new England's offense is really geared towards him. And it seems like the coaching staff and him left on pretty good terms, but I just don't think it was the right fit for him. Carolina right now, he's a definite improvement over Sam Darnold, at least the Sam Darnold of the last few weeks. Um, Sam Darnold, at the beginning of the year was looking good, but you've got someone that's a little bit more reliable, has a little bit more mobility. Um, and he, it, it seems like his claim that he's felt healthier than he ever has. It might be a little bit true. He, he's kind of bounced back from the injury is what it looks like to me. And this might be, you know, way too soon, but he looked good. I was, I was also, I might just be under a spell. I was watching some of his, uh, Heisman <laughs> highlights today too. Oh yeah, that would do it. Uh, that would do it. Uh, yeah, I don't know either though. I mean, it, it's, it's tough because obviously getting Cam Newton back on the team re revitalized something over there in Carolina. The fans loved it, of course. Oh yeah. I think football fans everywhere loved it. Uh, But if you look at the numbers of it, and I'm just looking at pure snap counts here, Cam Newton didn't play in that game nearly as much as starter PJ Walker did. Now he had better stats than PJ Walker, but he only attempted four passes. One of those went for a touchdown uh, 
and he completed three of four. P.J. Walker threw 29 passes in that game uh, and threw an interception, didn't have a touchdown. So, you know, Cam Newton makes a difference. Obviously, he is a starting caliber quarterback in this league. I think you would agree with me there. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know, like, in game against the Cardinals this last weekend, if he, if him being there would have, or him not being there, I should say, would have caused Arizona to win. I mean, the Panthers dominated that game. Yeah, it seems like they might have found some of the magic they had at the beginning of the season with their defense too. Um, Brett Coleman on YouTube has a really good breakdown of. Carolina's defense at the beginning of the year and how they changed it once they kind of got to the point of the season where they played the Cowboys. Um, and some of the, the, the questionable decisions they were making, it seems like they might have a little bit of that, that defensive scheming back that made them look so good at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, and the and, defense definitely showed up against yeah. Arizona, no doubt. I mean, they, I think they had an interception, and I'm pretty sure they recovered a fumble too, if I remember correctly. Yes, they did have an intersection. Dante Jackson had that. Um, and yeah, they were they were lighting up the board with tackles. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. Uh, so Carolina in general just came to play. It doesn't make the result of that game any less shocking because just a week ago, uh, I was over here. You, excuse me, were over here on the show saying that Arizona was your pick to go to the Super Bowl. Is, did that yeah. change anything this week? Um, it may be a little more uncertain, but I still think they do. Um, a big reason I think they lost this week was the fact that their starting quarterback was Colt McCoy. That does not help things. Yeah, I mean, no. Kyler Murray not being there makes a huge difference. Obviously. Uh, talk about the cam effect, whether it was there or not in Carolina, the lack of a Murray effect was definitely there in Arizona. Yeah. And a big thing, you know, Colt McCoy, he's a serviceable backup, but if the team knows going in that you're playing Colt McCoy, they scheme for that easy. They know he is not going to light it up in the air. He did all right. He has 11 for 20 for 107 and a pick, but you know, a lot of that workload is going to James Conner and the rest of the running backs. Yeah. So if, if they can game plan for that, kind of like we've seen teams in the past game plan for Tennessee against Derrick Henry, that it it's tough to it's tough to game plan for that or it's tough to beat that. Yeah, well, it just I mean, we were talking a little bit about Carolina's defense showing up in that game, but more specifically, their defensive front really showed up in that game. Uh, they, they registered four sacks, two on McCoy and then two on uh Striveler, is that how you say his name? Chris Striveler, Striveler, whoever. Striveler, I'm not sure. I I don't know. <laughs> not Kyler Murray. Um, and I don't think the Panthers' defense gets four sacks if Kyler Murray's playing. They no, might I, get one. Kyler is very, very mobile. And then, as far as the Arizona rushing game goes, they held them to 65 yards as all on the ground total. Um, so yes, Cam Newton being back gives a spark no doubt about it but let's not disparage the panthers defense and what they were able to do the cardinals have been a really scary team this year and they held them to 10 points uh so i think kind of like you said that long run arizona is going to be fine here yeah um, i think this is just an off week and arizona was bound to have one they've been kind of beat around this year 
they've missed Kyler Murray. They've missed, um, you know, at least it seems like one key part of their offense every week. And so yeah. I, I think it was just bound to catch up with them at some point. And just looking at the Cardinals schedule down the stretch here, uh, I don't think they're going to have any problem against Seattle this weekend, even if it is in Seattle. I think they're going to handle the Bears just fine. Uh, you know, the Rams, I don't know what to make of them right now. Honestly, we touched on that a little bit. They've got the Lions after that. The Colts are, who knows? The Cowboys are pretty good. That could be a good game. But then they wrap things up with Seattle again back down there in Arizona. So look, at that's a favorable schedule. Yeah, it really is. Also, can I say, I'm still stuck in like last year where I think the Dallas Cowboys are not a good football team. And I don't know why I keep like looking like, wow, the Cowboys won. That's so strange. And unfortunately, <laughs> we have to get over that mindset. I'm with you, though. Yeah, uh, it's weird to say. I don't like saying it, honestly. Uh, the, the Cowboys either do one of two things. They do the classic eight and eight season, which I guess you can't mathematically do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um unless you have a tie like the lions do now. Um, but, or, or, or they, they do do a, they have an amazing regular season. They go into the playoffs as the number one seed in the NFC and then they lose in the first game. So maybe yeah. that's the Cowboys season we're in the midst of right now. Yeah. But man, let's, you gotta say it's, it's nice to see Dak Prescott getting back to it. Yeah. Yeah. He has come out this season with a fire underneath him. Um, and if for anyone who watched the Cowboys on hard knocks this year, this summer, uh, and saw kind of the behind the scenes stuff about Dak's recovery and getting back with the team, this isn't super surprising, honestly. No. Um, another quick one I want to talk about my other Super Bowl pick, the Titans, the Titans winning, went and, uh, beat old New Orleans. The Titans are for real, man. Yeah, they did it with. Out Derrick Henry, um, Tannehill, you know, did what he needed to do. 213 yards in the air and a tutter. Nothing to scoff at. Yeah, the t- and talk about favorable schedules down the stretch here. Uh, the Titans come home against the Texans here next weekend. Then they've got a road game with the Patriots. That's, you know, Patriots are – I'm trying to figure them out. They're so, they're an X factor right now. You got they're the either Jags. dropping the ball or they're scoring 40 points apparently. Yeah. Then you got the Jags, the Steelers, the 49ers, the Dolphins, and the Texans. I mean, that's another favorable schedule. So I mean, your, yeah, super, they, your super bowl picks right now. That the road is I don't know, I'm not gonna say easy, but the road is easier than some. Yeah, they they've got a fairly clear shot. Yeah. And I think one thing that benefits the Titans greatly, and we've talked about this before too, is playing in a weaker division. Yeah. uh, And in the NFC West, I mean, it's not as strong as we thought initially going into this season, I don't think. But what the 49ers did to the Rams on Monday night was like, dang, man. Yeah, Uh, the 49ers, they're, you know, I think everyone in that NFC West is still a pretty scary team. The Seahawks, uh, man. I don't. Uh, my team is not good this year. Well, uh, fine. The top three. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I appreciate the kind gesture, but I watched that game against Green Bay. Our defense actually came to play uh, for the most part, but our offense did not. And yeah, Russell Wilson was back, but that didn't seem to matter. We couldn't get anything going. Quite literally, we got blanked for the first time in over 10 years. We got shut out. Um but only holding the Packers 17 points, you know, I, 
that was I, I was impressed with our defense as far as that goes. But yeah, we're not we're not going anywhere this year, and we're probably going to finish at the bottom of this division. Yeah, and that's something we'll talk about later down the stretch. I don't want to beat the dead horse yep. right now. Nope, I don't want to talk I, about it either. <laughs> we'll talk about it here at the end of the season, like I said. But So moving forward with Cam Newton and Carolina, I've read some stuff that said he might even be on track to start here this next week. Um, and uh, I just want your opinion on – I mean, obviously he's a better choice than anyone else they have at quarterback right now. But do you see this being uh, what we saw from the Panthers being the new norm now, or was this kind of a flash in the pan? You know, it's, it's hard to speculate. um, Cause I feel like the Panthers are still, you know, it's their second year under Matt rule. He seems like he's doing an okay job, but we just don't know. Uh, We also saw Cam Newton come off to the sidelines during the game and be like, what are you guys doing? I had to call the timeout because the play calls are so slow. Yeah, uh, he was he was a little upset about the, about the offensive coordination and, you know, spending that time in New England. I'm sure he's he's found like, oh, man, this is a snappy. Let's get going offense. Well, and Cam Cam knows uh, how the or he remembers, I guess what I should say is how Panthers offense used to run like 2015. You think of that Panthers team uh, led by him and what they were able to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's him wanting to bring that sort of urgency back yeah uh well and i think the panthers do their best work when they're like they're snapping they're getting going right away yeah they 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 do i tend to agree with you there they look better they play better when they are uh moving quickly yeah well and if you don't you just keep your opponents on the back pedal then but you know um I think I think he can bring really good things to Carolina. Obviously, you know, this time next week he's going to have five picks and no touchdowns, and we're going to be singing a different song. It well, like- he is playing Washington, who I also don't know what to make up right of right now. You probably don't want to talk about them too much. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, Panthers are hosting the football team next weekend, and the football team who just lost Chase Young for the season. Yeah, and that's that's sad. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at the rest of the Panthers' schedule here too, and it doesn't look too shabby. I mean, they have to play you guys twice, and I think they lose at least one of those for sure, and they lose to the Bills probably. I don't know what they're going to do against the Saints, though, but I like their chances against Washington, the Dolphins, and Atlanta. Yeah, that's true. They can they can run the table and get a wild card spot. You never know with those guys. Um, they And I've said this for a long time. They're such a – they they can either drop like 40 points against a super good team or they can play a bad team and they'll play down to that competition and they'll you know have three points on the day yeah but man the panthers beating the cardinals was just one of the big upsets this weekend yeah the dolphins toppling the ravens thursday night that was wild yeah no kidding um you had the tie which (laughs) that's an upset uh, um, even, yeah, I'm going to say it's an upset. Yeah, that should not have happened. The Bucks in Washington uh, losing to Washington the way they did. Oh, my gosh. That was ugly. Yeah, well, and then uh, what about the Patriots just dismantling the Browns? I know. That was insane. That was bad. That was really ugly. Uh, yeah. There was, there was... I, I would say the Vikings and Chargers was an upset, too. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, I definitely did not expect to see my boy Herbie drop one to the Vikings, but I don't know. That's the NFL for you, man. Any yeah. week, any given yeah. week, any given Sunday, man. The or, old adage reigns true or Thursday. If you're the dolphins, but that's true uh, too. Yeah. So one more, just kind of more broad general question here, thinking about all of this cam Newton stuff coming back to the Panthers. Uh, this is probably going to be the last stop. I, I, I shouldn't say that, I guess, but I think it's going to be the last stop uh, before he retires, whenever that is. Uh, and it makes me think of how many, I can't really think of that many superstar quarterbacks or just athletes that went back to their original team before they retired. Can you think of any? Not that that came back to like seriously play. Um, most of them are like, oh yeah, they signed a small deal so they could retire. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. As, I guess as that. That didn't do it on paper. Yeah, I um, I was trying to no, think I can't about think this. of anybody else. I really can't either. Like, so if this ends up working out, I should say, for the Panthers and Cam Newton in the long run, which I don't really see why it wouldn't at this point. Like, I'm not going to push it and say, hey, they're going to be a playoff team now this year because of him. But down the line, if he's with them a couple more years and they – I, I wouldn't be surprised if they make a couple more trips to the playoffs. So if that turns out yeah. to be the case and this turns out to be a successful uh, transaction, I guess, then this is kind of a one of a kind thing, I think Yeah. in sports and especially in the NFL. I mean, it just doesn't really happen. It was kind of, it was, I did. I feel like it didn't get talked about quite as much as it should have when he signed back with Carolina. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think especially when we see how it goes, you know, shoot, maybe he, maybe he'll be the second quarterback to come from the Patriots into our division and win a Super Bowl. Hey, you never know. You never know. Uh, I mean, I, I think Cam has got to be one of the more, uh. Super Bowl hungry guys out there right now, though. Uh, talk about a guy who got there once, who got a taste of it, but didn't win it. Uh, now he's back in his old stomping grounds. I mean, that seems to be a formula that would get a guy fired up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what they can make of it. Cam Newton and the Panthers organization. Um, it is kind of funny to see the Panthers organization that was basically like, you know what, we're done with Cam when they had the regime change come back to him and be like, Hey, maybe we, uh, we're a little too hasty on this. Yeah, man. I, I think that it's easy to say that when you already have a, a solid plan lined up, but then when you see that that backup plan, AKA Sam Donald is not panning out, you realize how important the quarterback position is in the NFL. And you think, Hey, Cam wouldn't be too bad right about now. And yeah, uh, you know, he and wanted man, he, to play he's again, just sitting so. out there too, man. Exactly. Like he, New England was down with him. That's it's Mac and cheese time up there now. So yeah, I, I'm a, uh, I thought it was kind of a big deal and it's kind of why we wanted to make that really the main focal point of our episode this week. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a really interesting journey for him over this next few weeks and these next few years, if he stays. Um, and that's, we've talked about, you know, the Panthers are kind of that team in my division that like, if they weren't my division, I could really root for them. Yeah. And, and Cam Newton, despite his flaws and stuff, you got to respect the guy's athleticism and the athlete that he is. Um, 
And, you know, I think he is uh, one of those quarterbacks that it'll be a shame if he retires without a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Yeah. And you wonder, you wonder too, if Carolina is the, I mean, if Carolina is going to be able to be good enough at some point here in the near future to get him back to one, because that Panthers team in 2015, it was not just Cam Newton, obviously they got him there. They had a, a stellar team that year and you know just having cam newton back alone is not going to be enough obviously to make a run at a super bowl we've talked about this many times on the show in any sport it is more than one guy but it helps greatly having a guy like cam newton helps greatly and maybe in the draft this next year they build around him now you know they build around cam as their franchise quarterback again like they used to in the good old days yeah so I don't know, but it is interesting. It's uh, fascinating stuff. And like I said, if it works out, I think this is going to be a, a one-of-a-kind thing that we haven't really seen before in sports. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, uh, I think it's time to get to shout-outs uh, or call-outs or both if you have any cocked and loaded. I'll, I'll let you start today. All right. Well, my shout-out's a personal one. You already know. Uh, shout out to my dad, though. <laughs> my dad, who is now uh, about $10,000 richer because he won a 50-50 raffle here at a sold-out college football game over the weekend. It was a game you were actually at, too. I was. Uh, we bumped into each other. and uh, Well, we planned bumping into each other, but we still bumped into each other. Yeah. But yeah my dad spent $20 on a, on a little roll of uh, raffle tickets and for a sold out Bobcat stadium walked away with uh, $13,000. So I, yeah. I think that's deserving of the shout out this week. Yeah. It was fun seeing you fun seeing your family. Um, and yeah, you know, I'd like, Oh, I kind of want to shout out your dad too, but I feel like I shouldn't. Um, hey, you can, he'd love it. Yeah. So shout out Terry for, you know, Buying the right ticket. Buying the right ticket, but no, man, I, I gotta say, it is always it's always awesome running into your parents. They're so they're so kind. They treat me like family. I you know, Ellen and Terry, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. Some loyal listeners too. Yep. Also, shout out on that line, shout out to your students, man. I gotta meet some of your students here this last week. Uh that listen to the show and we're so psyched that the expansion buddies were together in person around them. I thought yeah. that was awesome. Uh, I think it's awesome that you're that some of your kids listen to us. Uh, I appreciate that. So shout out to all of Justin's students that listen to us too. Yeah, they're a good crew. They're they're good kids. Yeah, yeah, they seem like it. Uh, do you have any call outs this week? I don't think I, so. I, I got one. I, I don't know if you've heard all of this stuff. Uh, this little, I don't even know if I call it a beef yet but uh, some back and forth between Rex Ryan and Robert Sala. Oh no. So, Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it was after the jets got blown out by the bills here this last week. Uh, Rex Ryan had some stuff to say about Robert Sala. He said, and I quote, he said, the guy is supposed to be a defensive guru. I take it personal. Everything I've heard was this guy is a lot or was a lot like myself, but without the bad part, some of the bad part you need because a team doesn't want to play uh, or this team doesn't want to play with any damn heart. 
Uh, this is disappointing to me. Don't ever compare me to Robert Sala. Yikes. Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, so call out Rex Ryan because uh, Robert Sala is, I still think Eon's a better coach than Rex Ryan was for the Jets because if Rex Ryan was so good, uh, he would still be coaching in the NFL and he wouldn't be behind an ESPN desk every week. So, yeah. and, and then Robert Sala's brother got in on it and, uh, you know, had some choice words and Robert Sala just basically said he knows where to find me, you know? So it was, uh, it's probably going to be a nothing story, but like, geez, man, I read that and I was like, come on, Rex, like just, just take the L and stay out of it. Cause you haven't been associated with the jets for eight, nine years now. Yeah. That's, um, and, you know, going back to last week when we were talking about coaches that we wouldn't want to pick fights with, man, top of the list right there. Yeah, right there. Number one. <laughs> Rex Ryan, maybe you should listen to us, man. Blue ribbon. Yeah, Rex. Just uh, take a page out of the old Expansion Buddies book. We don't talk crap about Robert Saul on this show. Yeah. And, you know, it's his first year with the freaking team. Also, oh. they got blown out by the Bills, who have a very good team this year. Let's not yeah. – this isn't like they, they went in and got blown out by their neighbors across the way, the Giants. Like, maybe I could see that if old Danny Dimes put up the numbers that Josh Allen put up. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't – I don't. whenever Rex Ryan talks, I just don't want to hear it usually, and this was definitely one of those cases. What a, what a fella Rex Ryan is. What a legacy the Jets have left behind with that guy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, but uh, but yeah. I don't think I've got anything else for this week. There's probably something we're forgetting. We could talk about OBJ, but yeah, you know, us, we don't need to delve that drama right now. We'll see what the next bring, week brings. I did enjoy the memes of like at like halftime of the game, OBJ requesting trade. Yeah, I mean, Odell Beckham didn't really have a huge. Uh, coming out party with the Rams. Uh, no one on the Rams did here this week. So no, I'm still surprised he didn't sign with green Bay. I feel like that would have been a better, better fit yeah, for him. Man. I don't know. I don't know, but, but I'm not a general manager. I'm not a coach. So all we do here on this show is speculate. Uh, and we speculate yeah. for you guys, you lovely listeners out there. Uh, so once again, sorry that this episode is a little shorter but we only really had one thing we wanted to talk about. And as Justin alluded to, uh, we both uh, – work's kind of kicking our butts this week. So we'll level with yeah, you on that one. We, we'll, we've got a lot of stuff going on. We'll level with you on that one. We've got the holidays coming up. Uh, I have an early Thanksgiving this weekend. I'm, I'm heading out of town this weekend to celebrate Thanksgiving a week early. Uh, so Yeah, and we should probably say next week is Thanksgiving. So we, we may... probably won't be recording an episode unless – the stars align and we're able to. So if there's no episode next week, yeah. you know why. Yep. Yep. Uh, for sure. So anyway, but whenever we're back for you, it will be on a Thursday, whether it's next Thursday or the Thursday after. And we appreciate each and every one of you for listening to us, wherever you listen from, whether it be Spotify, Google podcasts, uh, the can iTunes, on a string, can on a string, uh, wherever else you may have found us. Uh, like I said, if you found us anywhere else, please let us know. I feel like that's something we need to know. Probably <laughs> that conch shell that we left out on the beach. Huh? Well, yeah, all the beaches here in Montana. <laughs> we definitely, we definitely been hitting those up like crazy this summer. So wherever you listen to us, uh, we appreciate it very much. Each and every one of you who listens, uh, and until next week or the week after, whenever it may be, 
I've been Jared. That's been I've Justin. Been Justin. <laughs> yes. We got to figure that out, man. <laughs> we do. We do that too often. We do that too often. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter at the expansion BU one. Check us out on Instagram at the same handle. But until next time, we'll be back. And never forget, buddy. Party like it's 1976.